Hello and welcome to the Argus Crude Report podcast series on global crude oil markets. I'm Alex Sanders for Argus Media and I assess U.S. crude prices, but today we're talking about the North Sea. The Brent complex made up of five North Sea benchmark streams is a traditional oil price marker that underpins a large portion of global crude contracts. Although it began as an exclusive representation of Brent crude, Additional grades were introduced over time as physical production from the Brent field declined. And this year, production decline has accelerated for all five streams, including Brent, Forties, Osberg, Ecofisk, and Troll. And with me to explain this further is Michael Carolyn, our Argus Crude editor. Welcome, Michael. It's a pleasure to join you, Alex. Glad to have you. Uh, so let's begin with just a bit of context regarding these five different streams. How has production changed over time for these different grades that make up the North Sea dated benchmark? Well, as you know, the, the Brent field has been a, with us since the 1970s and it's been acted as a European benchmark since the 80s. Historically, Brent was large enough on its own to, uh, to act as a benchmark, but over the years, volume concerns meant that other grades needed to be added to, uh, to, to add to the volumes. Uh, the last of those was Troll. That was added in 2017. It boosted dated underlying volumes to around a million barrels a day. Now that's a long way short of the peak, but it's sufficient for a functioning benchmark. Unfortunately, those volumes have declined once again. And uh, this year volumes look to set to fall to levels similar to prior to, tolls, um, to Troll's inclusion. And, and so we know that 40s is the largest and most heavily traded of the five grades, but its decline is particularly marked this year. Uh, with that in mind, how does current 40s output compare to what we've seen in years past? Yeah, the 40s decline has been particularly marked this year. Um, 40s is typically the lowest priced of the five grades, and that means it's uh, key in setting the benchmark, and it has been for many years. But the first half of this year, production was down 10% year on year, and in the second half, it's been lower still. So full year 40s production looks set to fall below 310,000 barrels a day, and that would be the lowest since 1976. Now, the concern is that the rate is accelerating. So um, 40s production is on course to fall by 13% year on year in November, and in December, that's going to be more than 20%. I also understand that there's been a delay to the startup of the phase two development of the buzzard field. I believe that's the largest field on the FPS. How could that affect expected North Sea dated volumes? Yeah, that, that's right. The, the buzzard uh, phase two development has been in the pipeline for many years and it was due to start this year, but has now been delayed to next year. And that's because of the lower oil price environment and pipeline maintenance issues. But it's important to remember that it, when it starts up, it's going to add just 37,000 barrels a day to 40s production. Now that in itself is not enough to offset the current rate of decline seen in uh, fields other than buzzard. Yeah, and despite that expected delay combined with declining 40s output, we also know that other streams are in decline. Uh, how is the overall makeup of North Sea dated shifting, and how would you expect that to evolve in the near to long-term future? Yes, well, the production of the, the Brent grade in, in particular, it's, uh, it's running almost 25% below last year's levels. And uh, the, the production rate of troll is, is quite interesting. So before it was added to the benchmark, it was producing around 225,000 barrels a day. That was in 2016. But that's now below 145,000 barrels a day. So combined loadings of the five grades this year are going to be roughly around the level that was produced by Brent, Forties, Oseberg and Ecofisk in the year before Troll's addition to the to the basket. But that decline has, has not really affected the number of trades, bids and offers needed for price discovery for uh, dated Brent or North Sea dated, as we call it. 
There was a change to the methodology last year to data Brent, which means trading activity in cargoes delivered to Rotterdam is also used in setting the benchmark. So this has increased the apparent trading activity. But the fact remains Europe's main crude benchmark is based on an ever dwindling number of cargoes. And that decline could accelerate as we go forward. The long term outlook for the North Sea is not promising. Remember, these fields have been around for decades and their declines would be greater still, but for the addition of fields over the years into those streams. Investments have now slowed and so the pipeline of new developments is shrinking. Equinor announced just this month that there were going to be delays to a number of its projects as well as rising costs. And I imagine other operators in the region are suffering similar delays. So it's unlikely the declines for mature fields in the North Sea can be offset by the new startups. Yeah, so Michael, it does sound like the long-term outlook for North Sea production is less than stellar. Uh, do you think that there's an opportunity for a new benchmark? I mean, for for example, Argus recently launched the AGS marker, which represents Midland quality crude at the Gulf Coast. So long-term, this seems to be a growing market that'll be bolstered, of course, by U.S. exports and Permian production. I think it's inevitable that U.S. crude will eventually play a role in European pricing. Whether that's as a, a separate benchmark or as part of the Brent complex it is unclear. The volume of US crude bought in Europe is already greater than the combined volumes of Brent 40s, Oseberg, Ekfisk and Troll. There have already been moves to integrate WTI into Brent. At Argus, we have been running an alternative new North Sea dated price in recent years. This includes our own delivered Rotterdam WTI price. That's an accurate reflection of the European landing price of WTI. But it could be that a coastal US price such as Argus AGS could eventually be regarded as a reliable Atlantic Basin benchmark on its own. That remains to be seen. Well, that will be an interesting development that those of us in the US will be especially keen to watch. Uh, but that does seem to be all the time we have for today. Michael, thanks so much for chatting. Pleasure to join you, Alex. And listeners, the Argus New North Sea Dated Assessment is available in our Argus Crude service, which you can find more information on at www.argusmedia.com. Thanks for tuning in, and we look forward to you joining us on the next episode of The Crude Report.